Grow Show, live from Nova Scotia, Canada. Your number one stop for all things cannabis. My name is Ray. And I am Pache. Wow, I grew two pounds. 1,100 grams. This is Plant Therapy Live. Welcome, Cannabis Army, to the show that helps you put the overall flow back in your cannabis grow. <laughs> Ray, Ray, and Pache here with you again this week. Pache, how are you, my man? Oh, dude, I am doing fine. It is gorgeous here in eastern Canada. You know, the weather's warm. The trees are full of leaves. Mm -hmm. I mowed the lawn this morning. Um, So that always, you know, has that nice freshly cut grass smell. Mm -hmm. Working on opening up the pool and hooking up uh, all the, you know, the pool pump and the filter and all that. But, and most importantly, getting the flower beds ready for the summer. You've been rocking. You've been rocking the outdoors. Yeah, I, I've been I, really just loving it too. I'm I, connecting. Yeah, I love the um, the video that you posted the other day with the noises coming from your backyard too. Oh, with the birds chirping. Epic. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? Oh yeah, awesome. So definitely uh, love this time of year for sure. Um, you How know, you, buddy, how is everything going with you? Oh, fantastic, yeah, fantastic. Um, I'm happy to be outdoors and to be getting active again, right? And just to be able to do some things on the weekend outdoors, <laughs> it, you know, just the little things for uh, for me. But tonight we are wrapping up season three of our regularly scheduled programming, Pache. Tonight, so I'm stoked uh, to report though that today we just hit 5,000 downloads spot date so yes oh great way to cap that off congratulations man so absolute congratulations to you too dude let's uh let's smoke a 5,000 bong oh you know what i figured you were gonna say that yeah no listen i I had teed up ready for uh question of the week but let's uh let's hit her early all right ready Mm mm-hmm let's go Thank you. Thank you. Dude, so, this is the, this is my bruise banner. Hey, this is a. Oh, that's your <laughs> jelly. This, this is the bruise banner that I just harvested a few weeks ago. I can't believe we're hitting one right in the opening. Thank you for that. Ooh. But, you know, I think for many, they may just look at this as a small milestone, Pache. I think for us, it's pretty big, though, right? Oh, dude, it <laughs> hasn't even been a year that we've been doing this. Yeah, it's and, you know, it's been a lot of hard work. And, you know, we've had to take uh, to take this with with a laser focus uh, each week to kind of get it done. Right. So a big thank you to the Cannabis Army for staying with us and to, for really downloading our content. Um, you know, and joining Absolutely. us each week. Thank you. Thanks yeah. each and every one of you guys. And, you know, I'm still rocking Diablo nutrients over here. What about you, Pache? Still sticking with Diablo nutrients. Like uh, someone used to say, when you're this successful, why do it any other way? Love it. So I'm sure someone out there wants a chance to rock the Diablo nutrient lineup with us as well, Pache. So why don't you tell the Cannabis Army how they can enter? Why don't you just go over to planttherapy.live and hit the Facebook button located on the left-hand side. Go to our Facebook page and give us a like. That's all you have to do, and you'll be entered into the contest. 
Love it. I also want to welcome our new Cannabis Army members from Norway, Sweden, Scotland, and Denmark, Pache, as well. It's getting hard to keep track. I love it. Nice. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This makes 22 countries out there with our Cannabis Army members growing and working to get better each week, Pache. So our goal is to grow the best cannabis in the world at home with plentiful harvests that make the girlies giggle. What? <laughs> absolutely brother absolutely um i think it's so cool that uh, i i feel like we're you know smoking up and hooking up with uh people all around the world you know hey. like this this is just i love it uh, yeah i love it because everybody wants to get on the cannabis choo-choo train right so um, the only tip I want to give to anybody that's just joining us now, right, is to when you're listening to our podcast, try to go back and listen to them in the order that they were posted. Right, Pache? Because we go through what we do each week with our grows. And I think it's important if people are going to follow us along that they listen to the episodes in, in the order that they were posted. So everything flows. Right. And. Go ahead. Uh, now, you? unless you're with like me, then you have a little bit of ADD. You could be all over the place. So <laughs> just keep downloading the content. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and just, uh, you know, a reminder um, to take warning when looking at Aglex lights. Our experience with them <laughs> has not been very good at all, Pache. Tell the, <laughs> Pache, tell the Cannabis Army what the best home grow light is. Well, I, uh, from my experience, I've only used two, but Spider Farmer, as far as quality goes, I mean, you guys knocked it out of the, out of the park. You know, I used the Spider Farmer, uh, SF 4000 and I love it. I love it. It's just my favorite light. It's, uh, it just packs such a wallop and it delivers, uh, better weed than I can buy. So Hey, 450 watts, right? Way more efficient mm -hmm. than an HPS and tried, tested and true, right? When we talk, Absolutely. when we talk multiple pounds of dried cannabis off of four plants, this is how we do it, right? We're not sponsored here at Plant Therapy Live to say any of this either, right? You'll always get it straight. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're and go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it. Uh, it's also not easy. Like it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of steps. There's just a lot of, you know, trying to get an extra five percent here, five percent there, another five percent here, another five percent there. Now you're now you have an extra twenty percent. Right, and then when you introduce the Spider Farmer SF four thousand in the Diablo Nutrient lineup into the mix, Pache, what does that do? <laughs> right for your oh, overall man. chances. Yeah, it just, I, I, and again, I'm only talking from my experience, but, I, you know, I, I grew, uh, what, like 700 grams my first grow, and it was high quality bud. At right, right then and there, I knew I had a special recipe, a special formula, uh, that with your guidance and, uh, and expertise, um, you know, I, I can't go back. I can't do it any other way. Like it always has to be this way from now on. I love it. And now we say tune in each week and do what Pache does. Right. And you're guaranteed to pull in the pounds. Let's go. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Pache, what's so, your number one tip for a grower starting out today? If you could give a one tip. You mean besides listening to our episodes? 
Oh, that's a given, of course. I love it. Yeah, but w- okay. What's, okay. So, what's the one uh, tip other than the best tip? Assuming that they're already downloading the, uh, the earlier episodes, then I'm going to say um, invest in good quality tools. So, like, have a decent light. Um, it doesn't have to be the most expensive light, but have a decent light. Do your research. Um, I think Elbow Pepper is uh, is the guy that I go to on YouTube. Um and then have a, a good pH meter because you want to know what your uh, plants are absorbing uh, and good nutrients. You know, I think the, everything else you can probably, you know, mess around with, but, um, you know, invest in those three. Love it. Um, what about you, Ray? What do you think? Well, you know, at the end of the day, I think mine would be, you know, you, you don't grow weed. Patience grows weed, right? You're just there to mix the nutrients and to do a bit of pruning, right? Just follow the schedule, stick to the plan. And and I don't just mean by nutrients, I mean, you know, for pruning as well and, you, and the overall grow plan that you make, right? Stick to it. Don't let the little things kind of throw you off. Um, I wish patients would trade with me sometimes. <laughs> well, you know, part of this tip is directed for you, Pache, that, you know, don't let one hiccup throw you off your game. If your plants are still in veg, you can fix it a lot quicker than starting over, right, Pache? That's why I like photos, mm-hmm. you know, especially as a beginner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I mess up or if I do something, then I can wait and recover. Love it. Um, and just a reminder to the Cannabis Army, send us a tweet at the Cannabis Army with your grow questions or your grow shots of your grow setup or um, any of the plants that you've grown. Uh, we'd love to see them. But uh, Pache, let's get into your update this week. Okay, so as many of you know, I harvested one Bruce uh, Bruce Banner plant already, and that was sort of my test plant. And they're currently, um, that plant is sitting in its glass curing jars. And I use, of course, a two-way humidity pack, 62% inside the jars. And I'm in the burping phase. So the first week I burped every day. Then the second week I burped every other day. And now I'm in the, the process where I'm burping every three days. And then I'll do the same thing and I'll increase it next week. And then after 30 days, I'll be good to go. So I, I still have, you know, 14 days of burping left and then it'll be at its sweet spot. But um, I did I did bring out a little bit of testing um, and it was uh, it's nice. It's uh, it's giving me a nice. A nice sort of tingle. I like yeah. it. <laughs> and I'll never knock a guy for for burping. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I don't burp that much, right? I, you know, I, I burp until I get to about 60% humidity and then I just stop. I, I don't follow a burping schedule. Not saying that you're not doing anything different here. I mean, you're probably maybe unlocking different flavors and stuff, do, doing it your way. I, I'm, just saying Dude, I don't, I'm just saying I don't pay close enough attention to that aspect when I, you know, finally get my jars home. I just burp to 60. You're wrapping the bud in rolling papers while it's still on the on the friggin stock like, like hey, i can't wait don't waste any time whatsoever like, hey that's why i said patience grows weed but i smoke it so <laughs> once patience is finished yeah. with it and hands it to me let's go yeah as, as soon as it comes off the stock you have no patience like you're like it's ready it's ready <laughs> so true <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, I still have a little bit of burping left, but it's uh, it's pretty much good to go. The potency is the potency is there. Um, 
And just off that hit there, I, I have a nice little buzz. So uh, that's good. That's a very, very good sign. I love that you waited um, to the podcast, you know, for the podcast to, to take that first hit. So that's awesome. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, now, my other three plants, um, you know, as some of you know, they got too big for my tent and I had to move them into my garage. And uh, so the other day I walked into the garage and my biggest plant was laying on its side. Fuck. So Ooh. I any ran dam- up to it. Any I, damage what? to the garage? Uh, <laughs> no, no, everything, uh, everything's fine. Um, you know, the, luckily it, there wasn't really, there was one sort of stem that was bent, but nothing broke off. Um, so I'm very lucky and I, I have a feeling that it must have just happened because I was in and out getting ready to do a watering. Um, so I know it was very light on bottom and it was very heavy on top. Mm-hmm. And, I was just uh, gonna say, yeah, for, for that to even happen, yeah, you know, and and they're not in a, in a scrognet, and this is my first time growing <laughs> not in a scrognet, except for the one, the earlier one that I grew, where I just grew the one. You're growing um, a jungle, so that's no why. scrognet needed. What's that? You're growing a jungle. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's it's thickening up the canopy, that's for sure. Um. You know, and I think I'm just going to have to switch to watering every two days um, instead of watering every three. They were just so thirsty. Um, the bud sites are really, really stacking and, and the ladies are just drinking it up. That's a good and uh, that's a good sign. So, yeah, no, it's a very good sign. Uh, the the colas up top are uh, are looking just gorgeous. So I, I can't wait to see it in a few more weeks. Um, now today was day 41, so it's a big day because it's pruning day and, uh, I haven't pruned since I think day 21 and, you know, the canopy was thick. Um, there were a lot of lower fan leaves that were sort of drooping and turning brown from lack of light. And I cleaned up, uh, the three plants, you know, along the, the bottom by removing the lower growth and, you know, that lower quality larve, um, you know, I, I looked at for leaves that were strategically blocking the light from, you know, reaching, you know, other important bud sites. And, you know, I also do this to help increase the airflow and it helps to direct all that energy into the remaining flowering sites. Um, it was also my last or last week was my last week of using stunt. And this week I stopped using the that special push product from from Diablo I was using it on two of the three plants um, so I, I still have everything sort of separated I know which ones are which and uh, so I'm really interested to see if there's a difference um, and then tomorrow is going to be my last day of watering using uh, Monster Max and, and CalMag uh, so I'm getting very close um, now every time, every other week or sorry, every other feeding, um, it'll just be strictly RO water, pH balanced. So that's going to be a nice, easy watering. And then, uh, you know, two more weeks I have, that will be the end for the nutrients. So I'm getting very close to the end. Um, next okay. week I stop using the molasses and the Diablo frost. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, the week after that uh, is my last nutrient feeding, and then I start my flush. What about you? <laughs> what a, that was how, thick. Uh, 
That was that was thick. Good. It was a lot. Um, it was sort of a, a big update this week. Nothing better than harvest on the horizon. Oh man, like you know, you're just sort of getting to the top of the hill, and you know, the the next few weeks, you know, the next three weeks, I'm going to say, no, nah, two, next two weeks, uh, I know the flowers are just going to just bloop. They're just going to fatten right up. Ooh, just can't wait. Ooh. Love it. Well, for us, uh, commercially, well, you know, we had a, a couple of uh, cutting, a couple of trays of cuttings that, that were sent. Uh, as of yesterday, 112 of those cuttings had officially rooted Pache. Um, and ironically enough, 112 fills uh, the fl- the first flowering room. So, um, yeah, Magic. so w- we're expected to have the plants uh, in the room to start veg in a about a week's time from now so we'll definitely upload some uh, upload some pics on facebook uh, and twitter for the world to see uh, as well um but we still have to do some veg here pache right mm-hmm. so this is um you know the, the plants have just rooted so they're gonna have to veg for a bit so um through we'll be growing this through the summer this uh, Brittany's frozen lemonade. So uh, stay tuned here at Plant Therapy Live for the most real-time uh, updates available on that. But personally, um, we talked last week about the HPS acclimation pache where I'd reduced the uh, light intensity and increased the distance above mm-hmm. the canopy. Well, today I lowered it and I've got the light at 100% uh, intensity as well. I've got two mint chocolate chip uh, from two grows ago and one R2-D2 from the previous grow. Um, nice. This week was pretty easy compared to all the cleaning and everything that I had to do last week, uh, but I did do the 50-50 for veg and flowering newts like I usually do, Pache. Um, but uh, that R2-D2 that I mangled last week, I ended up losing the top of the plant. I, I, I tried to tie it up and use all my Jedi tactics on it, but it just wouldn't oh. take. And it was like a main... Um, spine break and it kind of looked like I don't know like a cracked tree trunk or something Pache it would look weird this time I don't mm-hmm. know I, like that it just looked odd I don't know so I thought it was going to be savable but uh, I guess I was wrong for so whatever reason now. Maybe, yeah maybe it took an embolism or something mm-hmm. which is possible uh, you know maybe maybe that happened but either way um, so you think it's self-inflicted well no I don't think it's self-inflicted <laughs> I mean it happened it happened uh, after super cropping so I mean at the end oh, of the day yeah. at the end of the day this is all my all my fault right but uh, I had already crushed it with my uh, fingertips um, but uh, the fact that it the way it broke like that just caught me off guard uh, it usually doesn't happen that way but either way we've lost a branch and after uh, my attempts to to put it all back together so um but that's the thing about cannabis right you lose one and two grow in its place <laughs> so it's very forgiving uh in that regard and i continue to be uh smoking the r2d2 and it continues to slap me around um but i'm getting a little bit more used to it right uh mm. it did take the wind out of my sails last week pache not gonna lie wow um so capped up some capsules today uh for mom so she's all set for the next bit uh you know, so now, you know, at the end of the day, th- those are pretty much the indoor things that are going on. But uh, what we got left for the rest of uh, of tonight is it's time. time for question of the week. 
First we medicate, then we educate. All right, hold on. Now we got a second time. All Sorry, right, the bowl's already time. packed. Let's go. Okay, what's the question of the week this week? I have no idea. <laughs> that hit, that hit me quite hard too, man. Not gonna lie. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm uh, I'm liking the Bruce Banner. <laughs> yes. No. Um. Yes. So the question of the week is. What is the best way to grow canvas outdoors? <laughs> I see this one all the time, right? Especially this time of year, everybody wants to to start to um to start start to grow. Uh, mm -hmm. Interesting, Pod J. How how would you grow weed outdoors in your backyard this year if you had to do it? Let's start there. No, man. You tell me how you would grow weed outdoors. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm thinking your situation's <laughs> a little bit different than mine, so you probably have a bit of a different perspective, right? You know? Maybe you have the different perspective. I'm actually channeling uh, Tommy Chong in uh, that 70s show. Too I don't funny. know if you've ever seen that, but... Yes. Uh, Anyway, how I would grow, I don't know if I would grow, to be honest with you. I, and, you know, like I'm, I'm sort of thinking about it and I, I've i got a lot of deer and rabbits and a lot of wildlife around and, you know, they like weed just as much as I do and damn them, you know, they're, they'll get it when I'm sleeping. So uh, unless I can build... You know, like if I don't have a budget, mm -hmm. then I, you know, I'd, I'd build a fence with like laser towers and <laughs> like a killer Roomba that goes around the, the ground. And if anything, moles or groundhogs or anything comes up and it will capture them and put them away <laughs> safely <laughs> for, oh, for the dear. eagles to capture. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's pretend there is a budget and it doesn't involve eagles or Roombas. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, if I had to grow outdoors, I'd probably have to do it on, on a deck, like an upper deck. Love it. Um, now you're thinking. and then I'd probably grow in a big fabric pot. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I would still grow photos. Um, you know, I, I have no experience with auto flowers. Um, so I know you have a lot of experience with all that, but um, I, I guess I would just grow out of a, a big, like, like maybe a 25 gallon pot. And uh, so it has a nice big base and uh, I, oh, that's really tempting. <laughs> now I'm thinking I, I kind of wish I started, but next year, yeah, I might do that. I might just grow a great big one out up on the deck. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I think that's kind of a, a great all around answer, right? Because I think for most people, this it's kind of a reality, right? Um, interesting, but you know, you could really make a go of that. And I think that that's, I, I think a lot of people don't get that in the beginning. I, I think they think that there, there has to be a lot involved in it. I mean, 
you can. You so can, if you're maybe on a condo in a condo building and maybe not a condo, that might be a bad example because maybe you're not allowed or maybe you're in an area that you are allowed. Um, you know, you can grow a plant out on your deck. I've seen it done. I've seen it done. I, you know, I've seen people, people pose pictures like that, right? I um, wouldn't have to worry about a ripper. <laughs> If if you had one out on on a rip or someone that's going to come along and snag your and uh, steal your snag plant, your plant. yeah. But I mean, you know, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it 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 doesn't have to be a huge production to grow them outdoors. Um, the best way, though, Pache, I guess, is the question, right? So that's the thing about this. There's multiple different answers depending on if you have a bu- a budget and whatnot. But I mean, the best way. Assuming your area and how big, assuming that, you know, you had the ability to deal with some things, right. You had the, had access to like a backyard with some resources and maybe not worrying about pests or, or having the ability to deal with pests. Um, but you know, the number one problem that I see growing outdoors is, is with rippers, Pache. What about you? Uh, no, I mean, I've never grown outdoors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but even looking online, um, you, know, you know, I'm involved in a lot of the groups and stuff. So maybe my exposure to it is is, is a lot more than the average person. But I, I found over the last few years, it's been getting really bad with the amount of people having their plants stole. And that's the thing. There's no spray or nutrient or anything that you can give a plant that's going to stop a Right, it's like trail cams and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. I see it to be even worse than mold, you know. It, at least with that, you can still harvest something at the end of the season or whatever before the whole crop goes to waste, mm. right? I've never been uh, ripped upon, Pache, because I'm one step ahead of the little bastards always. But, uh, you know, so the best way is to follow rule number one always, right? Is loose, limp, loose lips sink ships, right? So you don't tell anybody. Don't trust anybody with that information, right? Um, but greenhouses, I mean, is a great way to get your crop out there early if you're going to do, you know, in my recommendation, if you're going to do something like multiple crops of auto flowering. So start inside and then... Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have to transplant up at some point, you, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least with a greenhouse, you'd be able to extend your season and you'd be able to get multiple crops in, right? Mm-hmm. W- with auto flowers specifically. Um, but if you're going to use them for photos, you have to have a way to open open up con- control of the environment, right? In, in the middle of the season, you have to be able to open up the greenhouse itself or be able to have equipment that controls the environment, um, you know. So mold always becomes a big problem as well. So if it was me growing outdoors, you know, I would take my four plants that I'm going to be bringing outdoors, you know, in the best way to grow it for me. Um, so I'm bringing out plants that have a little bit of age to them, Pache, and I'd put them in, in the shade for a couple of days, right? Get them acclimated to uh, outdoors. And uh, mm-hmm. I put them in an area that gets at least eight hours of direct sunlight a day. And then you, you know me, I put mine out on, on June 21st and I do that to help avoid mold. So the flower fast, but you're ready to smoke them on June 22nd. <laughs> yeah. They're ready, but I sort of got Yeah. It's too funny. <laughs> but, uh, 
Pache, you have beds in your backyard, right? Oh, I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had to you build know, them, right? What's that? You had to build some some planting beds in your backyard, right? Yeah. So some of them, uh, last year we bought a couple and then wood got so crazy expensive. Um, I found actually a, uh, somebody was selling a twin bed on, uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so I just bought that and I used the frame as a, uh, like a, like a four by eight bed. Mm-hmm. Smart. Uh, it, it worked like a charm. It was awesome. And it was like 40 bucks. I paid 40 bucks. Now that's thinking outside the box. I love it. Oh, well, cheap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, beds are the best thing to plant cannabis plants outdoors in, right? So it- I'd like to try that someday. Like maybe when we get a fence around the yard, um, mm-hmm. I would like to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, the question, right, is what's the best way to do it? So the best way would be to to do it in beds and to have them at least 18 inches deep. Pache, so they can hold a little bit of moisture at the bottom there, get you through those long, long summer days. But uh, I'd also give six or eight feet between the plants, not have them so close together, right? Okay, so lots of room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the reason, um, you know, I I say beds is because it's really important to have a lot of outward room for the roots to move. Right, because they can spread quite far, and those top roots that spread, those mm-hmm. are the feeding roots. So the more, you know, the more room you have for those to grow, the more powerful of a plant you can you can grow. And of course, I'd be using Diablo nutrients, right? Cool. Um, so I'd get them planted in that bed, and uh, you know, I would use a, a super cropping technique to, you know, help avoid mold by it increasing the airflow and if you don't know what super cropping is go back and listen to uh some of our previous episodes because we kind of talked uh, a little bit about that but uh, and then i'd wait for mold to start because we're here in the east coast and it's inevitable right at some point you're going to go out there in the end of august maybe mid-august if you're unfortunate and you're going to start to see you know mold creeping in and sometimes you know it's just a tiny little bit in the beginning so you can kind of get rid of that and remove it from the grow site to kind of extend it uh, a little bit of time but eventually you're you're gonna look at the plants and say okay there's a little bit more than there was yesterday which was a little bit more from the day before and when that starts to happen you just make the decision to pull the trigger right and kind of get that harvest it's like a total balance game pache right and uh, don't forget, you can use that. And this is something that I haven't. I'm gonna pick up when I'm uh, when I'm down to see you. Is that um, Diablo Guardian? I really mm-hmm. am interested in uh, in testing that out. Yeah, I have it here. I have it here. So when you come down and bring me some of that beautiful Bruce Banner that you're trying there, um, we'll get you hooked up with that for sure. But uh, save me some R two D two. Yeah, so, uh, but the beds, though, Pache, um, you know, that's one thing, right? But here's the other thing. I love your idea of putting big fabric pots out on your deck because I think that it's something you can, you know, always check on the plants. If you grew them nice and low, right, if you use that, like, mainlining technique that you do and, you know, top them really low and get those two main lines and just even take mm-hmm. one plant and run it along your your deck, you could actually probably do something fun. I think you'd enjoy that. 
It would almost look like a the rack of a moose. Yeah, I mean, you could. And then once the plants started to flower, um, you know, the flowers would just kind of all pop up. and it, it would look pretty cool. You just have to be weary of outdoor lights, eh? If you have a patio light outside. Oh, yeah. That will disrupt your plant big time. So you got to mm. keep, keep that in, in mind or light from the living room. Going oh, the yeah, deck. that's a very good call. Cause I, you know what? I wouldn't have thought of that. And there's a lot of lights around our place. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, <laughs> it's funny, you know, I, I, I had a call from somebody um, just this uh, past season, this past outdoor season, Pache, it was September and his plants were just barely starting to show sex. And, you know, when I looked around, I seen multiple different lights in his neighbor's yards and floodlights and everything. And I, I said, you know, it's probably these lights. I think it's lit up back here. And sure enough, he said, yeah, you know what? You're right. And that's all it takes, right? It uh, can really disrupt your plant. And then what happens is, is, you know, your plant eventually will start to flower and then it may hermaphrodite or, or you're starting so late in the season that you're definitely going to get mold right away. So either way, but uh Love to see some pics of you growing some some big plants outdoors uh, next year, Pod JP, uh, potentially anyway. So keep it on your radar. Yeah, no, I uh, it's definitely on my radar because I think next year I might not do the double grow. Um, and but you know what? If I do do a second grow, maybe that's exactly what I'll do. Is I'll, I'm just going to prepare a nice plant for going outdoors, mm-hmm. or get four autos and just give them a whip. That way you're not worried about the light cycle. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. And outdoor lights bothering it, right? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, no, I still have uh, outdoor stuff. Oh, well, oh, yeah, that's right. So the auto flowers won't be impacted by the lights? Not by the lights extending your day, no, because they can flower in, in 24 hours of daylight, actually. Oh. Yeah, they're genetic. They they flower genet- genetically, not by a, a photo period. I see. Which okay. would make Ooh, them perfect for a, for a double crop next year on your deck. Having some Interesting. fun. I can see it All now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Love it. A- anything more you want to add to this topic this week, <sighs> Pache? Uh, no, buddy. I, I just want to say that it has been an amazing season three. Um, you know, we're going to be taking the summer off. We're going to enjoy mm-hmm. the fruits of our labor. Um, you know, and Ray and I will be getting together this summer. and We're going to be making some moon rocks and uh, we'll definitely be documenting that adventure uh, for the cannabis army to enjoy. Um, and don't I'm forget put, to follow us on Twitter. I'm going to put together some clips and, th- and some things, too. So we'll still be releasing some content throughout the summer. It's not like we're going to be totally dead. We're just we're not going to be doing our weekly updates, you know, sweet uh, as it goes there. But, um, you know, I just I guess to- we'll, we'll talk Go to ahead. everybody back in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it, buddy. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to our outdoor uh, growers in the cannabis army this season. I hope you have a great season. Uh, and I can't stress enough, if you're on the East Coast, um, put your plants out on June 21st. Trust me, this will encourage flowering much faster and allow you to finish before mold season kicks in. Um, keep your plants, your big plants pruned. Uh, so 
you can increase that airflow. It's all about the airflow, Pache. If you know, you know. But uh, if you don't, you better go back and listen to our, pre- uh, our previous episodes, Pache. I'll see you again in season four. Can't wait, buddy. All right. Peace. My name is Ray. And I am Pache. Head on over to Facebook and search Plant Therapy Live and go ahead and smash that like button. Tell all the beginner growers out there, be sure to go back and listen to season one because there's lots of good stuff there. Just go to planttherapy.live. Take care, everybody. Have a good week. This is Plant Therapy Live. Over and over. This is Plant Therapy Live. Anytime, 24-7, check it out. Turn your average grow into a savage grow. Of four plants. Close to 700 grams the first grow. 640 grams the second grow. 1,100 grams the third grow. Find out how he does it. And more. Each week, we answer a question from a grower just like you. My name is Ray. And I am Pache. Oh, there is all fresh. And it's all for you. Plant Therapy Live.